That'll do, pig. That'll do. I don't I bring Frank that into reference. this. It's um, it's a Family Guy thing, right? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's, uh, don't it's, uh, bring Frank into this. I think you find it was Animals. Fast and Furious. No, no, wait, it's Shrek. That's it. Yeah, perfect. Shrek. That that, that great feel-good movie about the sheep pig. Shrek. So, I um, it was about the goat body pig. Body what's totally. <laughs> That we're going to start pig. with Smash Mouth, yeah? Hey now, you're a pig. <laughs> Go on, get settled. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, that, that, uh, that will allow us to be crazy enough to enter the start of the podcast, then. This is the Immaterial Gamers Podcast, live on a Sunday. Well, we're Tuesday live when now? you see this. Well, kind of live. We're, we're here. We're live. We need- there has to be like people like who would willing to be willing to like listen to us talking, uh, to uh, for there to be any reason for us to do it live. So, ah. yeah, you do do it live when I can't when I can't jump. Well, yeah, yeah, you're the live <laughs> member. You I'm are, the live, you are the live studio audience. Come yeah. to us live from his workplace. No, in no, the I laundromat. actually thought yes, yes, yesterday I actually thought it was Sunday. Oh, oh, please don't tell me you came here at like 5 o'clock. No, no, I was messaging Duncan while at work and I'm thinking, today's Saturday, right? And he's like, yeah, and I went, I keep thinking it's Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't trust my phone at the minute, neither. So it's like, no, nah, I think my phone's lying to me. I'm making sure I'm asking someone. Yeah, fair enough. So those, those uh, my name's Ryan, and those voices that you're hearing are Duncan. Yo. And Steph. Oh, he's died now. He's decided <laughs> to become the live audience member again. Therefore, uh, I'll be speak. going. I'll he's be whenever I want. Oh, Some yeah. reason I've been doing that quite a bit when someone speaks to me and I'll just go quiet. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say with this anymore. <laughs> it's like, just like, I, I want to be me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no. So this, this will, like I say, this always comes out on a Tuesday, and you know, for me initially, that'll mean that this will, this will come out after I'll have finally watched WrestleMania. So. That being said, I thought WrestleMania was absolutely brilliant. All the good people won, all the bad people lost. I don't know why Triple H was walking around in a fong, but... I'm just waiting for, to, for you to actually watch and you just hate it. Oh, I'm... I'm probably... Probably I'm gonna hate because it turns out that when it comes to big pay-per-views now, I'm an NXT guy. The developmental brand is more experimental. means it's actually... You know, the wrestlers get to do what they want to do, not what Vince McMahon wants them to do. Uh, NXT, so, um, that spells next. Yeah, I know, it's great, isn't it? Developmental brand, next, NXT. But um, yeah, now the other thing I did, I did watch this morning, I watched an absolute dickhead. You know, I use that one sparingly. But uh, yeah, uh, tackle Brett the Hitman Hart. He's like 60 years old, and it wasn't a storyline, just to confirm I, you know that's the problem with watching wrestling a lot and when someone all turns around and goes oh is this fake or is it is it you know is it all scripted it's like no well yeah it is scripted it's not fake but people who actually run into the stage thinking they're fans no that one they're not fans and two they're not funny but yeah just watched a watched a guy invade the stage is that tackle what you put on twitter yeah it's oh, yeah, the, well, it's the one i put on discord the twitter video that's in there is uh is a guy wearing a Rastafarian hat tackle this wrestler, you know, who's retired and has had a had a stroke, had cancer, basically had every bit of bad luck thrown at him. Tackle him to the ground, about to try and punch him, and then every other wrestler in existence show 
at that point, why you don't do that? Every other wrestler, like 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 ones like past, present, future. Uh, then now forever. No, no, well, no, the ones in the in the arena at the time during this Hall of Fame ceremony. Every one of them that was there. That's significantly less there. than all the wrestlers in existence. Well, I'm just calling your story out for false advertising. Well, well, look, oh, look at me, look at me, not not providing the facts correctly. Um, yeah, Ryan, you always complain about that. Ha! Oh, cheeky bastard. Um, but yeah, no, it's just watching them all tackle him, pull him off. A few get their punches in, and uh, then he gets dragged out of the the ring. And uh, yeah, as he does, one other wrestler decides to give him a a sucker punch, a cheap parting gift, but a deserved one nonetheless. And uh, yeah, punches him right in the jaw, and the guy goes down snoring, and then just dragged his unconscious ass out of the arena. He was actually snoring as he hit the ground. He was like, he's like, I could take him, I could take a bonk. Oh Clunk. yeah, no, no. From from what it looked like, if you see the video, you'll you'll see what happens because he's he's there, and then he just gets hit in the face and just goes. Bzz. It's just like you know, where the the ragdoll physics just suddenly affect like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, it reminds me of like the ultimate showdown. It's just like this, this random Rastafarian hat fan jumps into the arena to attack this one guy, and then it's like, and then it's like, and get off the gray, and get off the get yeah. Monty Python and hold the girls black knight. All yeah. came out of nowhere, lightning fast, and kicked this Rastafarian's cowboy ass. Oh, definitely, definitely. But um, it's already gone round the, it's already gone round the internet, and the thing is apparently two communities intersect together and it's the wrestling community and the Simpsons community. For some reason there's always a way that you can just put wrestling stuff in the Simpsons and just take it out of context and it still fits. But it goes back to a very, very old episode of Simpsons where Homer invades the stage of a U2 concert. Ah. And then you know he gets dragged off stage and Bono comes out and he just goes, ah, well don't worry everyone, he'll get the help that he needs. So they start singing in the name of love while Homer's getting absolutely smashed yeah, get, in the face yeah. and stomach by the security, which is then on the giant screen for everyone to see. Damn. Yeah, I remember in that. the name of... Oh, God, I'm bleeding everywhere. Yeah, so, so they just did it, and they just you know, superimposed a couple of the wrestlers' faces, and then Homer's now wearing the Rastafarian hat. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, that 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 all works. But that's uh, that's been my Sunday. Um, what, what have your guys' Sundays been so far? Uh, so far I got up. Uh, I didn't eat anything yet. Uh, so I'm really hungry. Oh. Uh, and then I then we found out that Rainbow Six was broken. That Ubisoft is broken. <sighs> Ubisoft. So instead of that, we decided to crack open Minecraft. Uh, I know Stefan's been playing it intermittently for a while, but. I was never that into Minecraft, really, so I, mm. I haven't played in a couple of years. Yeah, I, I think last it, time you played is when we did that creative server and we made that. My castle. thing about Minecraft is like I don't mind the the con, like the building and constructing things. It's actually kind of fun when you get into it and you have a good idea. It's just that my problem is that I'm not I don't have the creative mind's eye vision when it comes to constructing my own designs. I'm more of like, a, give me a framework to work with, give me give me an idea, some parameters to work within, and I'll sort of help fill in the blanks and touch up the details kind of guy. Mm. You know, if you just told me, here's a here's an empty world of Minecraft, you can do anything you want, build whatever you want, I would probably just close the game. I, I would have nowhere to go from there. <laughs> yeah, he, he almost did that to me, and I was like, okay, let's go build some underwater. And he's yeah. like, right, I can build stuff underwater. 
when we built uh, a thing. You and your weird secret project. But, uh, I always do secret projects. Yeah. Which secret project now? I have a couple secret projects. Oh no, the Minecraft secret project, the one that was airing before we started. That's not that secret. That's my yeah. least secret secret project. Yeah, but it's the one that we can reveal when we when we get round to actually announcing this as uh, what's been played. But uh, just quickly on that then, Steph, what have you been doing this Sunday? Has it just been that? Um, I went to pick up a multi-gym with my dad. Oh. What, he bought off eBay. <laughs> Sweet. eBay pickups, Gumtree, all that stuff. Craigslist. Craigslist, yeah. Can't beat a good Craigslist. No, right under... You know, you always find what you want right underneath the thing where it says looking for someone wanting sex. Yep, exactly. Sex and exercise bike. <laughs> sex and exercise bike. I, 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 I it's like, I will give you this exercise bike if you have sex with me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bike, Bikes for It's like, bikes I'll give sex. you a workout, winky emoji. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. With the with the with the warm up then all sorted, let's actually get into. Hey now, uh, did you say warm up? I did say warm up. That's like a triple pun. A little, yeah, everything's gonna get a little hot. It's getting hot in here. So hot. So take up all your clothes. Yep, definitely, please, definitely please moving don't. on. Please don't. <laughs> it is actually getting warmer here. It's, uh, it's spring is finally sort of dragging its feet along. Canada. It's waiting for me to get there, and you know spring, it. Spring invaded the Hall of Fame and then just got dragged out unconscious. That's, that's what's happened with it. It's waiting for me to arrive. Wait, waiting for you to arrive? Yeah, yeah I'm holding you we... to that. If you don't, if you get here and the sunshine doesn't immediately arrive, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be upset with you. Well, what would you do if it is? What, what would you do if the day I arrive, it's like the most sunniest day you've had for ages? <laughs> and for the whole week I'm there, hug, it's perfect. You know, I'd just be like, Steph. Come back all the time. <laughs> Come back more often. Ah, <laughs> oh, perfect. Right, so, what's been played? What's been played? Yes, and let's talk Steph. about it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, 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 what have I played? Um, I played... I played, um, I forgot what it's called now. It's oh. on my desktop. Go, give me a sec. That's actually the name I, of the game. I, a story about my uncle. Ah, uh, story about my uncle. For a second, now I was going to actually have to put, you know, on the because I've been doing the the transitions now on the video version. I yeah, have to, uh, what's been played, Stefan? Huh? But uh, no, a story about my uncle. Go for it. Yeah. Um, oh, my uncle. It's kind. Of, it, it, have you actually heard of it or no? Uh, this is the uh, one that like I I've got in my Steam library because it was for it was free, free on Humble yeah. Bumble. Bumble. That, that's why I got it. Humble Bumble. <laughs> you what now? Um, the, the humble bumble. It's uh, got a lot of uh, great buzz about a, it. He's a he's a great bumblebee, and he's very he's very modest. He's oh, like, I love you. I love you, Mister B. He's like, oh, don't 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 worry about it. I'm not I'm nothing special. <laughs> You're so, the uh, best. It's like I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's a so, puzzle game. Yes. Okay. See, see, now you're going way off track, and that's normally my job. Yeah, we'll still, yeah, well, Steph steered us back on <laughs> track. That's a... we flip the tables on you. <laughs> yep. You know it's a bad day in hell when I'm doing it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But, so, um, so it's a puzzle game. It, yeah, it's a puzzle game, and um, you start off, and you're telling the story to your daughter. Okay. You've you've grown up, you've had kids, and she asks, "Can I have a story to go to bed to?" And you go, "Okay, I'll tell you about an adventure." 
Because hmm. your uncle was an adventurer and you used to help him. Wait, is this and... going to lead into uh, a tie-in with How I Met Your Mother? <laughs> it could! How I... <laughs> How I Met Your Uncle. If it does, I'm kind of scared like... because the first people you meet in that in this like game is... are not human. Wow. <laughs> oh. And she kind of did look human. Well, um, at the beginning, you start off, you're telling your daughter a story, she wants an adventure story. So you give her an adventure story about yourself looking for your uncle, hmm. who went missing when you were something like, you must have been something like 12 or 13, by the sounds of, for the way he tells it, he's somewhere like, somewhere in his teens, young teens. Okay. And um, he goes into like, his uncle's been missing for a few days now, and all of a sudden he walks into his um, secret lab. That's in their, um, it's like in their fucking base, in their loft. Mm. Don't know how secret it is if it's in your loft, but okay. And then he's like, all of a sudden this, this cupboard was open. It's never been opened before. And and it's got a suit that's my, his size. It's like, this is a bit inconvenient. This is a bit convenient. <laughs> yeah, just a little. So, it, so you, you get in the suit. It's snug to your fit and everything. You're like, oh yeah, just don't chafe and just carry on. And you then go up. To another set of stairs where I'm it looks like um, somewhere you'd expect the Hubble telescope to be. See a hole in the ceiling where like you can stare out with a telescope to look through. Mm. But no, it's, it it literally looks like some sort of teleportation pad. Okay, so you went from the you went from the super secret loft to the super secret conservatory. Yeah, that's, that's in sorry, part of the loft. Even. <laughs> yeah, that's in the loft. What, you <laughs> don't have an observatory in your uh, in your loft? No. Oh, no, I'm sorry, we don't live in Canada. I'm assuming if you've got one, it's a Canadian thing. The best, the best we get is some really oddly placed solar panels. Hey, that's my house. Leave it alone. Really oddly placed solar panels. <laughs> well, um, you, but then the best thing is this thing that looks like a teleportation pad. He goes, he turns around and goes, "Oh, it was f a rubbish shoot. His his uncle used to throw rubbish into it. Literally, just throw rubbish into it." Huh. And then um, all of a sudden, you I don't know what actually happens. I'm not sure if you hit something or... Well, I can't remember, actually, more than anything else. I can't remember if you hit something, the, just the machine starts up and you get sucked into the trash world. Trash world. Yeah. Well, that sounds like garbage. And while you're there, you start finding crystals. Ha, 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 ha. Special crystals, which let you grapple. Okay. Stefan's just breezing right past it. Yeah, Never I'm ignoring it. you two. This, because that's normally my job, and I don't like the fact you're taking it. I don't like it no more. Uh, man. So, so what's it? How, how, how are the puzzles solved? In it, is it like a point-and-click style? Or? It's um. So far, what I've got is a lot of it's like you're trying to get from platform to platform. Right. Okay. And the glove that you've got given has got a grapple on it. Um, right. When you first get it, it has one charge, and then you get another crystal, and it gets another charge. Then you mm. meet these people that live there that are ca look like they're related to frogs, mm. and they'll give you the crystal that they class as a sacred, and they're like, oh, please take this to help you find your uncle. He's helped us so much, but we've not seen him in many days. In other words, he's probably dead. Oh, oh. that's, that's uh, depressing. Why? People die, Ryan. I don't like it when people die. Well, sometimes it's just their time. I'm sorry. Well, did not, uh, we have uh, reported death a few times on this podcast. Yeah, it still didn't get any easier. And, and uh, what do you want me to do? Get harder? No. no. 
Then calm down. Oh. <laughs> so, are you enjoying it? I actually, I actually, I might actually record. I might start it again and start recording. I didn't get that far. Ooh. Literally, I really didn't get that far. I got into a part where you meet the first lot of people, and you start. You meet this little girl called Mally, Mally, something. Starts with M. Okay. And she kind of helps you along. She, she. At the beginning, you go meet the elder. They have an argument about the elders. Like you're not allowed to go into the caverns. I don't know how they're caverns when the whole thing looks like a giant cave. I assume the whole thing is a cavern. Maybe. A cave inside something can end up being a cavern. A cave in a cave. Ah, caveception. Cave cave. Cave Johnson. Cave. But, um, yeah, she defies the Elder and she meets you just as you kind of start the main mission. Well, that's what they always say, right? Defy your Elders? That's the expression? Please never heard respect of respect your elders, but yeah. Oh, right, right, okay. I get those confused sometimes. Yeah, here's a bit, here's a bit usual. It's like uh, kill two stones with one bird. Um, Chuck Norris can do that. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck Norris don't even need to do that. Chuck uh, Norris just appears and things die. Yeah. But, uh, alright, cool. Well, it sounds like an interesting game. It does. I, considering I do have it on my library, it's on the list of things that I have not tried yet. Like about seventy-five percent of my library. So. uh oh, I, I, don't worry. Before I tried that, I tried minute, and I'm not playing that again. <laughs> oh, minute. I'm, I'm sorry, but game. Th- that game. Uh, well, I played it for something like five, ten minutes, and it was already irritating me. You're not liking the old idea of doing everything a minute at a time. Well. No, because it's really weird, because it was like, I got the sword, okay, that's fine, then I found the watering can, and then I went everywhere after that, and it's like, well, the watering can can't get me past it, the sword can't get me past this part, so what the hell am I meant to be using? Maybe there's something else, but who knows, who knows, it's a mystery, it may require many, many a few minutes to solve minute, but uh, you, need, you need 22 minutes to solve a minute, fair enough, right. 22 hours to solve another. Okay then, fair enough. So, we've talked about someone's uncle, and uh, so Duncan, what have you been playing? I'm probably going to assume it's between Minecraft and whatever was happening with Rainbow Six Siege this week. You know, I should probably mention what happened, what was going on in Rainbow Six for like posterity's sake, and Stefan count me out on this, but I actually have another topic to talk about as my main uh gaming thing for this week that I'll, oh. I'll get to in a minute that I've oh, just remembered uh recently while I was uh listening to you people talk. Okay. Uh but first the Rainbow Six thing. Uh so so anyway, uh as uh I'm sure everyone in the world, especially people who use YouTube, know, uh April Fools went by this past uh weekend, this last yes, not it this did. not the one that we're recording on the one before that. Yep. Uh and so Rainbow Six decided to get in on the action and like uh you do every year. Uh, I believe I've seen three words that would make me very, very scared of what happened in Siege. And what would those words be, Ryan? Uh, what, what was it? Uh, what was it? Rainbows are magic. Unicorns are magic. Something like that. Rainbow, rainbow is magic. Rainbow Six like is magic. Oh, yeah. I believe it was. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's just say it was uh, very, I'll, very pink. I'll check just in case. Yes, it was a very pink. Basically, they reskinned uh, the the title screen uh, with a bunch of, which just make it seem like a very like strange like kid game, mm. especially an especially feminine 
uh, kids game to be sure. Hey, I've got not no to, problem with to... that. I mean, you know, there are lots so of people who like uh, My Little Pony. So instead of you know the uh, the typical like gritty realistic war aesthetic that they normally go with with very minimal music, they have uh, they have these like very soft cartoonish uh, characters uh, representing uh, smoke. Montang, T'Chaka, and Blackbeard, mm. uh, who I I don't know I I assume that they were picked because I guess they're just not popular characters. I, well, see, Blackbeard I know it's Blackbeard's know, the I only mean, one out, and maybe yeah, Black, Blackbeard does seems to be like the only one of the, out of that group who seem like he seems to get played a lot. I I don't mm. know why he's in that group, but I know Montang and T'Chaka are obviously like not popular characters. They're just not very. Not a lot of utility with them in regular. I think play. it's a lot of people just want kills. If you can't get and, kills, uh, they don't want it. Yeah, probably, Montan, pro for example, is not a, not a killer, is he? He's just a he's just yeah, a he's not. Yeah, he's basically a wall. He's not really a killing machine. Yeah. So yeah, so at least three of the characters are not popular, and that's probably why they were chosen. Mm. Uh, but what they did, and uh, is they uh, also released a, a series of like uh, cosmetics. Like that you can get from packs, yeah. Uh, so that includes like helmet, uh, gear, weapons, and things like that. Some charms, uh, and it was, and it's all just like girly, like, like little like cartoonish stuff. Like, like a Blackbeard had like a a uniform that said like princess on it. <laughs> that Blackbeard's gun said princess, I believe. It is yeah. um, his uniform was. Pink fluffy headphones with his hair in a man bun. Yeah. Oh yes. He had a uh, good old Tachanka who's uh who got a helmet that had like his name spelt over over like a rainbow. <laughs> oh, did, didn't he also have the fucking unicorn thingy in his head? Yeah, yeah. Tachanka was like the only one who got two different like cosmetics things. He also got like unicorn related stuff. Mm. Oh. Uh, smoke was smoke was a cat. He was a kitty in pajamas. <laughs> yes. Uh, Montang was a butterfly. And Montang was a butterfly. Yes. Oh. Strange enough, I just caught on there with different insects. I just actually caught on with that one. Strange enough. Except for the princess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and the cat. Well, I don't yeah, care. They're all still very fluffy or yeah. cutish looking stuff. Sort of the antithesis of what Rainbow Six would actually yeah. be. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's 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 what it boils down to. Is it's just the opposite of what you expect. They also have like they have like a special map slash game mode, which is basically just a hostage mission mm. on the airplane mode, uh, on the airplane map, uh, with only a limited number of characters. Uh, but what was fun about it was that the airplane map, uh, they they made it look as if it was taking place within the bedroom of the house level the kids the bedroom kitchen. in the house level oh yes it had kind of the um that that sort of uh what was it what was that one payday map where it's like you oh, were like making the... meth or whatever but it was oh, in the like nightmare. someone's house what? yeah it was it was very similar to that except like kitty see the thing that reminds me more of uh payday would be the one where you get the giant um cloaker yeah, well, no, they were all the nightmare missions, weren't they? Yeah. The nightmare safe house, nightmare prison, and the nightmare drug room, which was, yeah, which you were on a table. It was just a massive table, wasn't it? Yes. And, and yeah, you just had the you just had the, the mega cloaker. Yeah. Yeah, just, and so it, recon around. 
yeah, and so it recontextualized it as like like toy soldiers. Like all the like all the characters were also like reskins. Like their their colors were like made like a single color, and they look plasticky to make them look like little like toy soldiers. Yeah. And you know, basically, they they recontextualize it as army soldiers trying to invade this uh, airplane. Oh, you know, like a toy very, airplane, and the, and the hostage, like. and the hostage was like a like a big a teddy anthropomorphic, bear. a big anthropomorphic teddy bear. Yes, his name was Mister Bear. Oh, they went and, all at, tea party. And the announcer was like this girl with like this like like nice sing songy voice, and it was all like like. And it's like the meanies were trying to get into the plane to steal Mr. Bear. <laughs> oh, it was like man, trying it's... to like reading a storytelling, like a reading oh, a storybook. It, it kind of really was like a storytelling thing, wasn't it? They should have done that flight. And then when he was like, the meanies found Mr. Bear. Yeah, it did things like that. Oh man, that is awesome. It was so good. And you know what? Like I had always complained about like one thing about Rainbow Six is like I really liked the game. But I always found their cosmetics to be like really underwhelming and and dull, because mm. all of it is almost all of their uniforms, other than like the elite skins, which you know you have to pay for like actual money for. Uh, they're all just like palette swaps of their usual uniform. You know, like it's just like oh, this is green instead of red, and this is blue instead of purple. It's like oh, good for you. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to spend eighteen thousand credits. That might take me, you know. 50 games to accumulate on a slightly different color uniform, you know, it's like, mm. who gives a crap? Some, you know, some I, I really liked, different. you know, I really liked things from, like, League of Legends, for example, that, like, totally change the way your character looks when you buy these new skins. Yeah. I was like, I remember, like, the first major one, one it was, like, Pulse Fire Ezreal, where he was just, like, he was oh, just, yeah. a, he, he, you know, he was just in the, the suit, but as he leveled, the suit got yeah, the suit changed with him, didn't it? Yeah, and you know that that sort of skin work. I know it's you know it's not in terms of, I guess in terms of producing a game, it's not something on the the high priority side of thing. But it's nice to have, and yeah. it it shows a little bit more care than a palette swap. So it gives a little bit more character, a little bit more personality, you know. And so yeah. it's nice that they finally put out a set of cosmetics that, like, you know, they, it's not like they completely redo your character, but like it's distinct enough that it's like oh yeah he's got that skin like if i saw a dude from a distance you know with a regular uniform change i wouldn't be able to say like oh wow they look different from normal i'd just be like oh there's a bad guy or there's a good guy mm. but you would notice if you saw butterfly tachanka rolling up on you bright pink <laughs> yeah just like oh my god he's a butter and then you die no, sorry, but if, it would be Mark Oh, oh you say there. You say that, and all I Tucker's think is that caterpillar in Bugs Life, where he goes, I'm a beautiful caterpillar. I'm oh, a beautiful butterfly. Yeah. That's the first thing that runs into my imagination. You just see Matang running down with that voice. I'm a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> shoot, shoot. Oh, perfect. So, I won't uh, stop yeah. shooting. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was a good April Fool sounding thing i mean i you know i like 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 places that do the big you know the big efforts like like ubisoft did with that one i like even there's just the smaller ones that they add into the game magic the gathering arena um martin showed me just something small something simple it's a card game there's not really much you can do in terms of april fills with a card game but adding onto so on the deck boxes 
you know, it's just usually a nice little pretty background picture, and it opens up and it shows a preview of the cards inside. Now, what uh, what Wizards of the Coast did, they uh, added a little smiley face on the lid of the box, and googly eyes. Every deck box. And so Martin had like about 25 of them all just staring at him. And every time he went to open one, just the eyes just wiggled a little bit. And then the, the mouth of the box went and smiled a bit more. It just, you know, oh, I was expecting like you rip the reds off or something like that. The eyes just go... Like, no. And then it's cutting into crosses. No, no, you open the deck box and just like Halloween. blood starts pour- pouring out. It's like... Argh. It's like, oh god, what have I done? Put it back. Yeah, it was like they all just turned into little mimics. With a... Which is like cards inside, but no, just fun. You know, you do the big stuff, and you do the the small stuff. I mean, Star Trek Online did had had some a bit more annoying actually, where they um got a lot of the voice cast to just literally speak the sound effects for stuff. So instead of pew, hearing pew, the teleporter pew, pew, sound effects, pew, yeah, you would you would hear. Oh, like the like so like the Lego movie. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Good old April Fools. Stuff like that next year, please. Not 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 shit stories, and fake stuff like uh, milkshake dips. Yeah, I'm looking at you, McDonald. Yeah, oh, they do. Oh, was that there? Was that actually that? Yeah, I saw that after April Fools. I I didn't see that on April. I saw that way after like April first. Yeah, milkshake flavored dips. And I'm sat there thinking of it, and I'm thinking, I won't get it, but I know people who would, and just walked off. <laughs> so I still remember people idiot- idiotically sharing the, uh, um, what was it they were looking at, uh, Heinz and Cadbury's getting together to make uh, cream egg mayo. Uh, yeah, that, that, would, that, that, was na- that was being advertised for quite a bit, though. Yeah, and it's still fake, yeah, people are still sharing it now, thinking, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Or keep looking forward, because it ain't never happening. Imagine if they actually They'll do release it, it next <laughs> April Fool's. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so we had uh, we had we had Rainbow Six's magic, and beforehand we talked a little bit about uh, about about Minecraft before we started what's been played. Um, how is that little building going? So you were making a SpongeBob SquarePants themed residence, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. Basically, uh, what we ended up doing was uh, we settled on trying to recreate uh, Sandy Cheeks's house from SpongeBob. Uh, oh, the giant wow, biodome I thing. I love the fact you have a full name. I don't even know that. Yeah, you, don't know, you don't know Texas Sandy Squirrel. Cheeks? Come on. I just knew or it was like Sandy. Sandy I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know her last name. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we decided to try and build her house. Uh, it was a, it was a bit of a project. I, li- I liked how, like, how we took, like, a very scientific approach to it. Like, and, like we found a place, found cleared out a little plot of land for it underwater, obviously. Yeah. And then we went back out onto land and built out, like, a wireframe, like, glass, like, thing just to see, like, how big we wanted it. And we ended up taking, mm. like, the size of a typical oak tree and then adding, like, two extra blocks on top of it or whatever. Yeah. And there's building a, a dome shape out of that. And, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty close to done, I think. Like, like we got, like... 90% of the important parts. It's structurally all there. It's just touching up the interior, really. Mm. We'll see now we can't make a, a small little garden fence. Well, garden, uh, I forgot the bench. Although one yeah. thing we had briefly discussed before we logged off was that because, you know, Sandy Cheeks obviously lives inside of her tree in her house, they obviously can't do that with a regular Minecraft tree because they're only one block thick, typically. Yeah. So what we've, uh, we were talking about was maybe having like a basement house instead oh. so you sort of go underwater and uh 
have all the living space down there instead. Fair enough. I'll look forward to seeing how that uh, how that finishes. I want pictures. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I ended up. Uh, I guess I ended up not really getting to the other thing I was talking about. It's, it's getting eh? a bit. It's getting a bit long on the tooth. I think. Don't worry about it. Go for it. A couple minutes. It's fine. I, I've right. got a week off, so I can edit. It's all good. All right. So uh, the other thing I was playing that I was thinking about while you guys were, while Stefan was talking, was mm-hmm. uh, I've recently been getting into a, a little tabletop game uh, mm-hmm. called Hero Clicks. Hero Clicks. Is that yes, C-L-I-X by any chance? Or? C-L-I-X, yes. Ah. And how is that? Has anyone heard of this? Or... I, it sounds, it rings a bell in my head, but it's not quite going there, so I'd love to hear more about it. All right, so to go over the premise of Hero Clicks in... Uh, the simplest terms it's basically a tabletop uh board game uh it's a mini it's like a mini figurine board game it's kind of like in the vein of like a warhammer thing except it's a little bit more okay. i don't re- I, I can't really comment because i don't really know how warhammer works but like basically you buy booster boxes containing uh little figurines you buy five at a time yeah and uh they represent various superheroes, typically from either Marvel or DC, but there are some other uh, continuities in there as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they come on, they 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 have a figurine that sits on a dial, and the dial represents their stats. Like you'll see, like they have, like if you saw, if you pulled up a visual reference for a hero clicks, you would see oh, that yes. they have like uh, they would have like a movement stat, they would have an accuracy stat. They would have a defensive stat, and they would have like a damage stat. And mm-hmm. as a character takes damage or heals health occasionally, they would rotate the disc, rotate the dial accordingly, until they get knocked out. Okay. And uh, basically, a game is set on a special map, mm-hmm. and uh, you, um, my brain, uh, my brain, my brain. Yeah, so you basically each 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 character is worth a certain number of points, which kind of indicates like how powerful they are, roughly. Yeah. And you set at the beginning of the game how many points like you want as your cap, like two hundred, three hundred, four hundred points, and then you can build a team that has up to that many points. So that yeah, so that definitely is a sort of Warhammer style. Then definitely point, Warhammer point tabletop. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's uh, uh, that's the basic rundown of Hero Clicks. You know, I can get into the nitty gritty if I really wanted to, but in the essence of saving time, that's basically how it works. And I've been really getting into that with uh, my friend Jacob. It's a lo- It's an old game. It's been around for, for probably over ten years. Mm. Uh, but I and my parents used to collect it a lot when I was younger, and then I just sort of disappeared from my life for a long time. And now Jacob's getting all into it, so now I'm playing it with him. I've so already picked bought. it back up from there, then. Yeah, I've bought six boosters so far, so I've got like 30 guys. Mm. Sweet. I want to weigh more about that at some point, because, uh, yeah, sort of like, you know. I'm going to play it more this afternoon. Sort of Sweet. No worries. Right. Well, I guess we'll go into to that. I don't think anything's going to top hero clicks, because, you know, I like I like collectible figures. Stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, it's cool, because it's like, you know, you get the collectible figure... And it's also a game at the same time. Yeah. You know? It's like, you know, something you can display on a shelf or whatever. And, and you can ta- also play a game with it. And then take it out to play a game. Exactly. 
Make sure you dust them properly, though. Uh, dust can really jam up that wheel, and uh, oh, then it becomes really hard to did, use. Did see it's a little bit of a, a little thick boy, isn't it? The combat dial or whatever it was called. I think from what I read on it. Sorry, what? The combat dial, I think is what it said it was called. Oh, yeah. Is that what it's called? I, I don't know all the specific... Ah, well, I, at that point, jargon. I seem to have imparted random knowledge. Never thought that was going to happen. I, I, I don't impart knowledge. I impart false hope and you impart you 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 more like you infart. Knowledge. Yeah, I what? infart. So uh, yeah, so we'll move on to me and I. For most of this week, have been playing Divinity: Original Sin. How a, divine? Uh, uh, not very divine, actually. At any point, is it? But no, but it's a. Mm, Come on, Ryan. Don't lose it. It's a tactical RPG. There we go. Tactical Wait, RPG? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, what a surprise. Ryan, tactical RPGs. Who would have saw that coming? The general. But it's, uh, yeah, it's in the Divinity world of games, and you are it's a co-op experience. I don't know if I've mentioned Divinity Original Sin before. I mean, maybe you have. I forget. I forget yeah. things that aren't being said to me every day. Yeah. I, think I don't even I, know who I you people I are. I might have mentioned it again, but yeah, just in case I didn't, uh, yeah, action RPG, co-op focused, but I've been playing it on my own. Um, because you don't listen to anybody's rules. Yeah. yeah. Now, it, um, it's it's a fun experience. You're like a couple of source hunters trying to find out what caused uh, a man to get murdered and exploded across a room, and then you end up getting caught in something much, much greater. But uh, yeah, the, the game has... Basically, no rules. I just, I just love it. You know, you can sit there and use your turn your co-op partner into a pack mule by just opening crates and then taking the crates and putting them into your partner's inventory. And uh, you know, if you get, if you disagree with statements because both of you have independent conversation trees, you can do sispat brick to determine who wins arguments. But uh, you can do what? You can play sispat brick, rock paper scissors. To determine who wins arguments, I mean literally <laughs> in the game. So it's like you can both choose. It's like there'll be two options, and if you disagree, you then try to choose one of your conversational stats: intimidate, reason, or charm. Whatever's got the most points, and then you just end up on a rock paper scissors interface. Every time you win, you will gain points equal to the skill level of that um, conversation track, and then whoever wins progresses the conversation that way um it's it's weird with an ai because the ai almost always seems to argue against you so you're almost always playing this game but other npcs can do it as well and you play this, the game the same way but um yeah i'm in a sort of in a situation at the moment where i've got a party now of people and um i was trying to find out or find the corpse of this counsellor who had died and been blasted all over the place. So I went to the mortician, and he walks in, uh, or I walk in, and he's there, and he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, well, we're source hunters. We're here to investigate why he died. Uh, uh, I don't know nothing. Leave my mortician. Or leave my morgue. morgue. So we decide. Yeah, so we decide we don't want to. So I go and investigate a door, and normally on this, the, the, you know, there are legal and illegal actions. You you might be a source hunter, but you are not above the law. So, uh... <laughs> so you can't... Yes, yes, Judge Dredd. So, um, yeah, so I was experiencing this this uh, this situation where I wanted to go into one of the doors to find out what was going on. Um, 
Sometimes you can try, and if they're not looking... That's not me sneezing. No, Excuse no, me. that certainly wasn't. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, sometimes some of the illegal actions are just show... The characters just show a bit of disdain if they catch you in the act of doing it. Um, sometimes <laughs> they... Doing get, it. Yeah. Sometimes it gets worse. So, I was going to check this door, thinking, oh, if he sees me, he'll just tell me not to look in the room. I was like, okay, I'll do it. So I went to the door, went to open it. Now he immediately went in con in, into combat, and I didn't quick save it this time, so I felt, alright, fuck it. Gotta do what we do. So now there's currently a dead mortician in the morgue. Is I think that's ironic. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that is ironic. I think, yeah. we're, I think we're there. Yeah, definitely. That is definitely irony. So, um, yeah, but that's that's the game can let you do that. You can kill anything. You can, you know... You can proceed through your quests however you deem fit. And if it means that you sit there and kill absolutely everyone in existence and you live to tell the tale, then uh, then, then you can. So, uh, yeah, that was that was my fun, and I'm having more fun with it. I want to try and get through to it so I can play Divinity 2, where you can actually co-op that with four people instead of two. Of which, of which I'll... Uh, which I'll break the rules on that at some point, because the idea behind that game as well is like, I don't know if it's a direct sequel to number one, um, but it's just like, oh, the Divine has died, and one of your one of your party of heroes can become the next Divine being, but only one of you can. So it's like, oh, right, so this is a co-op experience where we're all working together until we... So you fight until one of you's become the leader of everything yeah i think it's things more it's like it sort of judges you on your actions and then one of you will then become the divine but it's you know seems interesting i like the way that the the turn or the combat works as well which is you know it is it's tactics rpg so you move and attack using the same amount of like ability points uh for it but the way that the way that um divinity works is that you'll get a set amount each turn and you can bank them so you can so it's more of a case that you can just, you know, tactically move around the grid. Don't use all your points at the same time because then you'll be caught short on your next turn. So I like I like that sort of idea. And then it also plays sort of the magicka uh, elements system into it. So they'll be burning ground, and if you if you jump on the burning ground, you'll be then on fire. Um, but someone can use a water spell that'll mean that <laughs> that'll mean that you'll you'll then not be burning, but then you'll be wet which leaves you vulnerable to any lightning strikes that might happen in the area, so on and so forth. So, um, but yeah, having fun with that. Still haven't got out of Sicile, still haven't got out of the first town in the area. But, um, look to have fun, more fun with that. Mm, if it's co-op, who knows, maybe... Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a play a session may happen. Maybe that could be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll see. we'll see how that goes. So... We are quite a bit into this podcast, but this train ain't stopping just yet, so we will move to news time. News time. And I want to move to what Steph showed regarding Valve. And this wouldn't affect, let's say it wouldn't affect Duncan as much as it would affect me and Steph. Mm-hmm. But there was some news, according to this beta news article, you find some website, Steph. It comes up on my phone, don't blame me. Yeah, I know you're using Google's system, aren't you, to... Yeah, the Google just kind of looks for key things for me, and I just go through it every now and then. Yeah. So, apparently, back in the old days of 2015, or a little bit further, Steam geo-locked. Yeah, that, that good old age. Before, you know, 
before weird people became president and 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 such and we had this thing known as brexit um yeah valve were geolocking steam games you know being the case that certain stores could only buy certain games at certain points um now it's a lot better you know, you're only geolocked from a certain game if it's server based or if there are legal requirements like wolfenstein and germany fair enough uh, yeah no uh no points for for guessing why that's the case but um yeah apparently recently the european commission had uh accused valve of antitrust J'accuse! yeah in re- in regards to uh geoblocking and so valve have decided to respond there's a lot of uh legalese on this but uh, uh Doug Lombardi from Valve said and quote the EC's charges do not relate to the sale of PC games on Steam instead the EC allega- uh, alleges that Valve enabled geo-blocking by providing Steam activation keys upon republishers requests locking those keys to particular territories within the European economic area this is very very businessy okay basically in 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 very very in very basic terms you couldn't play the game if you weren't in that country not through them anyway yeah um, though apparently, like a lot of things with the European Commission and oh, the wait, European did government... They, did, also, three weeks ago, they hit Google with a fine. <laughs> yeah, according to see alsos Yeah. Um, for, for AdSense restrictions, but that's, that's, that's another story right there. But apparently, like a lot of stuff in the European Union, Article 13, Article 11, they're completely out of date. Hell yeah. Apparently, this, this had happened years ago. So, uh, yeah, what the force? Uh. I have to admit, someone's comment on that is pretty true. Mm. If that's the case, when they hit Netflix with this, yeah, it seems to be, it seems to be the same sort of stuff of, you know, any type of online company that streams or provides some sort of service. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just a, a thing. It seems to be this EU thing again of just uh, trying to, you know, See, the thing sort I out. Find the, you know, they're trying to trying to they're trying to close the stable door after the horse has already bolted, and you know, it's just. See, the thing I find with, especially the European Union, if one of the countries in the European Union don't like it, the whole European, the the whole of the the Union believe every country shouldn't have it in the European Union. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's no, because every country is not the fucking the same. Yeah. See, I, I mean, I, just, I mean, I have, I just have big concerns with like you know, the way you know about the European Union and passing legislation within them, because it's yeah. like, because here's the thing, right? Like Europe is not North America, but it is still like a billion people, so mm. it's like you know decisions made within the European Union can affect how other countries respond to them and, you know, make pass their own sort of rules. So it's like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. The, Europe scares me. I don't, I don't, I don't like them. Yeah. I'm I mean, we have to, away. I mean, we do have to say the European Commission and the European Union, two, you know, they're two different things, but, you know, the European Commission gets a lot of its weight from the Union. So, mm. You know, it's, it's a thing, but yeah, why why have a go at a company for locking keys three years, according to this, they said that they stopped doing locked keys in 2015, why have a problem with it now? Probably because of Brexit. Brexit. 
Yeah, well, what's the, the, Valve's the, the, game in Brexit? They're a US-based company yeah, trading but the, globally. But you've got the thing, if the European Union can get money out of them, they can get money out of them. There's something else they're getting money out of where they're not getting money out of us. They're covering the money take! <laughs> Again, though, I don't... I still don't get what the Commission's game is. It's not competition. It's not, oh, no. you know... I have no not, idea, to be honest. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no competition in regards to this. It's just purely that apparently, you know, a, a small amount of games there, you know, they're trying to go on the idea that it's some sort of censorship, but... That's not Valve's fault. They're they're generally the com uh, the publishers. I, I see and Epic the launches that are put it forward. The Epic launches paying the European Union to do it. Yeah, well, getting them, get <laughs> Epic them on Epic games. Epic games is paying Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ten ten cents. Uh, ten cents um, grasp is is wide, but um, yeah, so, yeah. The truth is out there. Boom, 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 boom. Just um, waiting for Molly and Scholar to come in. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the game files. Now, anyway. So uh, basically, the TLDR there is uh, the European Commission is being run by uh, the people from X Files, right? Yeah. That's, that's old old people slash aliens. Yeah. Old people and aliens. Yep. Yeah. The men in black. That would explain everything. It would, kind of. Still doesn't explain the next story though. So we talk about Epic, and then we you know we always have. Stories. Oh God! More Europeans being dumbasses. Oh, no that's offense. More, that's more more royalty here, but uh, yeah, this this actually seems to be a global view at the moment. Uh, that as as much as everyone likes, uh, as as this PC gamer article states for him, Andy Chalk, the writer of the article, has just called him hit by his full name, Prince Harry, Duke of Essex. Uh, sorry, I'll try again. Prince Harry, Duke of Sussex, Knight Commander of the Royal Victorian or- Order, personal aide de chambre to Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth II. Long, Long may she, she ring. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so good old Hazards um, has stated that the game that we shall not mention, which for the purposes of this article we're going to mention as Fortnite. I refuse. Um, Fortnite. I, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm walking away. I'm literally. I'm walking away with me at all. Oh, please. No, 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 no. Come back. No. Come back. I need a drink. I'm going downstairs for a drink. All right. Okay. Duncan. Well, well let's we talk about this. Fortnite. Yeah, we'll talk nope, about Fortnite. Don't say it. Yeah, Fortnite. Anyway, um, yeah, he's he's decided. Apropos of nothing, just randomly in a, in a speech somewhere, has stated that Fortnite is bad. It's a bad game, it and is. it should be banned. It it's should addictive, be. and it hurts children, and I oh, don't, wait. And I don't WoW like the cut of its banned? jib. What stuff? Shouldn't WoW get banned? Shouldn't every game get banned? No, but WoW's took thousands of people, kids' hours, and so on. Uh... So has every other video game in existence. I bet WoW's... Put, more people have played WoW in... As a combined species, as a species, we've lived less than the amount of people I've played hours on. Wow. I yeah. looked that up. Yeah. And those sort of uploaded cat videos. But, yeah, he, so he was, at an, he was at an event, according to this article. Um, and his, his thing was that he quoted, That game shouldn't be allowed. Where is the benefit of having it in your household? Uh, it's created to addict. An addiction to keep you in front of a computer for as long as possible is so irresponsible. It's like waiting for the damage to be done and kids turning up your doorsteps and families being broken down. He then <coughs> said this, and social media is more addictive than alcohol and drugs. Now, he may have a slight point. There are a few people who have addictive tendencies. Well, oh, now, yeah. I should I should probably broaden that a bit better. Yo. Everyone has addictive tendencies. In some, uh, to some extent or another. 
yeah, everyone everyone has their vices. Alcohol, drugs, games. Don't care. Sex. All of the above. You know, uh, trading card games. hey um, uh... Me. But, uh, yeah. You know, Mine's like buying to... stuff I don't need. But... The whole point is to try and get everyone's addictions managed. Don't say that one addiction is worse than the other to, to, to try and say, uh, video games are bad, they're the devil, sort of stuff. This didn't, it didn't work in the 80s, it didn't work in the 90s, it didn't work in the tw- in, in the noughties, and it's not going to work now. It not work in the what? It's like, it's just, the noughties. It's like, alright, well, in order to uh, remove, in order to deal with addiction and to, you know, stop people from having unhealthy lifestyles as a result of addictions, we're just going to remove all the things that are addictive. Uh, yeah. In other words, we're just going to get rid of all the things that are fun. It's just like, okay, then we'll just sit here then. Yeah, look at, look man, at the drugs trade. Getting, man, I'm sure not getting addicted to this. <laughs> yeah, look at the drugs trade. I think you could say that that was a massive fucking success. I'm not now... You know, I'd, I won't... You know, I won't do the drugs. But, you know, I think the legalization of some is a is a benefit. You know, providing it's safe and it's modified, you know, it's controlled in that way. Weird. And same, same with video games. Just, just let them, let them play. We should not be making video games illegal in this case. I mean, this is what it's looking to. It's looking to a very extreme reaction of of a game. Granted, okay, the demographic of Fortnite is very, very young, and it can lead to you know social, you know, sort of stigmas in that way. But it is also the most popular game, and as as Depressing, as that says, coming out of my mouth. It is currently the most popular game so far. I still refuse to call it by its name. Also, and like, hey, how about instead of, like, you know, instead of, like, you know, fucking victim-blaming the fucking video game, how about we uh, address the, the issue... Blame that, the parents! That the people, that there are, you know, there are, if it's a damaging, then, hey, maybe it's because, you know, someone should be re- limiting access to it in some degree, you know? Blame taking the charge parents. of their of their think of the children <laughs> under, underdeveloped children's lives is like I just I'm sorry but like I I'm I I can't help but just not give a single flying fuck about what a member of British royalty says about Fortnite yeah. fucking some dude's probably never even seen a video game being played by another person let alone having done it himself it's just mm. like go fuck yourself I don't give a shit what you have to say about Fortnite you know, yeah. it's just like let us take care of it. Okay, just go be your pretty figurehead guy who doesn't do anything and is rich forever. Okay, just go back to doing your thing. You don't have to worry about it. We'll take care of it. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm I'm with you on that. To be honest, it's like there are a lot of you know other things that could be happening and constantly doing this. Oh, games might addict my child and he'll just become an absolute rebel and nothing will happen, blah, 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 blah. That, that's a lack of self-control for a start. I, I, think and, I don't want to the... go blame the parents on it. As, no, it's as blame the parents. As, 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 as Steph's saying on there, but no, it is, it's, it's right. It's all about the control. I mean, you're going to have to... The problem is, I guess now, technologically, we are as, as connected as we've ever been. Has anyone seen The Incredibles 2? Yes. The, the woman in that says it perfectly great. People no longer want the easy. They want the... Um, I forgot what it was. I only I watched it before as well. People aren't people aren't going for the easy thing. They're going for the uh, more convenient. Yeah. They're go, they're, they're, you're going more for the convenience than it is for 
how easy it is or anything else. You, everyone goes for the convenience. Don't matter how bad it could be, everyone just wants the convenience. And most for most parents, it's sticking their kids in front of a TV with a, a controller in their hands. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I can see where you come from. And I mean, there's, there's other stuff though. There's this whole constant demonization of games being this. These are toys that have been hijacked by adults to do just to be to be violent murder simulators and 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 and, and awful people just become awful by playing these games and. And and that that's the cause of crime and everything wrong with the world. Fuck off! No, it's not. I'm sorry, hey, anybody I've... remember that series of uh, toys that was released in the '60s based on American uh, uh, soldiers who were uh, being oh, deployed oh, Joe, in uh, World War Two and uh, Korean War and mm. things like that? And it's just like yeah. uh, a little one you may have heard of called GI Joe. It's just like, oh yeah, that was we a thing action, that man. happened. We had yeah, totally yeah, all we about had guns and soldiers and fighting wars. Yeah. Totally, totally not to do with anything violent. No, no, no. Or controversial. No, or things Scarface. that might hurt people's minds. Yeah. And this this is the thing, you know, there are benefits for video games. I mean, you know, I've had enough of this this you know, this that sort of idea. We can just fuck right off in this this video games of the devil business. No, stop. I mean I mean, have you seen reality T V? That is more of a fucking plague than anything. However, I'm trying to go for the sort of a positive video game things. And, you know, looking at something like the Charity Child's Play. And so, like that, you know, providing sort of wish lists of video games for, for people who are, you know, ill and hurt and injured and stuff like that. Something in hospital so they can actually have what the gaming was supposed to be in the first place. A bit of escapism. Something to give them something different from the fucking shit going on in their lives beforehand. And, you know, don't need someone to tell people that, no, stop your escapism, you need to be more grounded in the real world right now. No. Have you seen out there? Like, fuck. At least you know what you're getting in with a game. Sorry, yeah, I feel feel a little bit passionate about that one, but sorry. Sorry, Harry, you know. Yes, well done. You you know, you, you... You did take part in in the army. You've had your military service. Yes, you you did something like that. Um, Hell, you should know yourself exactly what it means for someone to have something that they can work towards for a start. The Invictus Games. You know, this this sort of, you know, paramilitary... No, not paramilitary. That's that's different completely. No, but for sort of, like, you know, war wounded and stuff like that. Giving them something to actually live and do, you know. Uh, sure, there might be an inherent problem with Fortnite as it is being Fortnite, but stop trying to ban everything. Anyway, that was... Uh, I think I did good I've gone so far without saying its name. Anyway, well, we'll leave Steph to to not say that anymore. We move on from Fortnite before I end up you know, getting an aneurysm. And uh, we'll we'll move on to the last story, the, the bigger story of the three, which is funny considering how we've escalated this this week. But, uh, yeah, Anthem. Bioware. It's a game that exists, and that's a company. Hey, you know, I didn't know Bioware it was a Canadian company. Yeah. Just le- just learned that this morning. Yeah. I don't know. I had an argument Neat. about someone the other day about KFC. They believe KFC was a Canadian game company. It's do, in the do, name. Do, do, do they Kentucky know where Fried Kentucky Chicken. is? Yeah, you tell her, Duncan. You tell her. I, well, wow. Kentucky Fried just, Canadian? Okay. You tell her. Sure. Well, so. Next time you see her, you tell her. You'll probably see her before me. Uh, but but anyway. So, about Anthem. Yeah, about Anthem Canadian and Bioware. Bioware company. Yeah, so um, 
So, early in the week, uh, Jason Schreer from Kotaku wrote an in-depth article, and my god, was it in-depth. It was. I didn't even read the whole thing, so... Uh, it, it was, oh, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of words. It was a massive story about the inner, inner workings of, of Bioware through the production process of Anthem, from the, the point of views of a whole bunch of anonymous employees that left... I know there's a there's a different story on you know how accurate the sources can be there, but we'll 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 move forward. And my God, yeah, that was that was a read. Just looking at the almost aimless, headless chicken direction that Bioware went through when sort of the higher ups, the respected people of Bioware, left and were then, you know, when the EA people were then just shoehorned in and just telling them to make a game. And they, they, to be fair, they made a game. It cannot be denied that it is indeed a video game. Yeah, it's a, it's a playable experience. It's um, you know, it's a shell of an experience. Something that I really, really do hope that it improves. A bit like Destiny beforehand, and I guess for for those who who bought Fallout seventy six, like they would want. It is an know? interactive entertainment digital an interactive digital entertainment experience. Yes, yes, exactly. But um. Yeah, so that article came out, and within minutes, Bioware came out afterwards with a blog post that basically stated, uh, we're not responding to this. We're better than that. There's No, there's no, nothing nothing happened. We're just here to make the best games you want. This is lies and slander. Yeah, it was Bred basically... By our greatest enemies. Mo- yeah, it was, it was the most deflective statement i probably ever seen you can just check that out on bioware's blog it's just easy and easy enough to find um but yeah a couple of days ago after that casey hudson the boss at bioware and this is where the pc gamer article comes in um basically said that everything in that article was 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 accurate he says that yeah no no no. actually that that, that is real that did happen <laughs> yeah and he quotes like, hello Hello, former boss here. Uh, that's 100% true. Yeah. Well, he's, well, I mean, he's back again. He's, he was former boss, so he's like, former boss. Was former, and now then, current, yeah. past, present, future. He's a time lord. Yeah, then, now, forever. Casey Hudson. Um, but yeah, he quoted, The article mentions many of the problems in the development of Anthem and some of our previous projects, and it draws a link between those issues and the quality of our workplace and the well-being of our staff. These problems are real, and it's our top priority to continue working to solve them. Um, he then sort of goes on, you know, he does go on afterwards at saying having specific developers as being targeted for the criticism is wrong. Um, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have a go, you know, if you're gonna have a go at us, have a go at the company as a whole. To be honest, the article did have a go at the company as a whole, <laughs> but you know, when you've got figureheads, you're gonna aim towards the figureheads. That's as what they're for. Yeah. Well. Yeah, as, as wrong as that may be, but they, they're the figureheads of well, the company. I, I mean, what can and I remember- say? I mean, if a room full of people all unanimously agree that one or a group of people are largely responsible for problems that are affecting their work environment, then uh, then those people are responsible. I mean, yeah. what what more there is to it? Yeah, uh, no, certainly. But, I mean, that's not the, the only one. There's always this, this, there's always this idea as well that, remember... That the people at the top of those companies are then beholden to the publisher, which in this case is EA, and there are a whole bunch of people at EA who made the decisions that you wouldn't even be able to know the name of. 
Oh hell yeah! And they do that for every 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 company has that. Every company has the the very top that no one really knows, and then you've got the ones that are public, uh, for public face. Yeah. You like you are going to be our public face for this. Like Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is our public face for our whole of Apple. Yeah. Probably only fucking dealt with half of it. Yeah, and then and anything good or bad would go through him. Yeah. And and that's the same with Hideo Kojima's, yeah. your, your Casey Hudson's, your uh, Yves Guillemot's, you know, you, you know every every public facing person at a company yep. is is going to be either credited with success or criticised for failure. Yep. Regardless of how involved they were or weren't. But um, yeah, no, it's, it just leads to a pretty big thing where it's just like they've not even managed to they can't at this point bioware are at a situation where they can't even get their bottom line correct sort of you know between sort of the invisible people at, at ea slash bioware going no everything's fine we're, it's all pretty here and then your former current boss going hello, hello, no there is a current. problem <laughs> well that's 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 all i can that's all i can really describe hudson at this point is is the former current head of bioware so you know it's just Get your shit together. I mean, at this point, we are honestly at a point where Bioware may have just made the last game. They do sound like they're kind of, uh, it's, uh, I, I hate to make a joke out of it because it does sound like they've been going through some serious uh, times, but, um, see, so we were talking about SpongeBob earlier. It kind of reminds me of that, of that scene of SpongeBob where, uh, they're, they're trying to turn their Krusty Krab into a fancy restaurant and SpongeBob forgets his name. Yeah. And they just the, the the whole office is just on fire. It's like, where's his name? Where's his name? Yeah. Little SpongeBob's in his mind, just running around. Yeah, we can't find anything. Burning we down. can't find all his friends and family, but nothing about his name. But uh, yeah, no, it's exactly sort of that inner, yeah, that inner turmoil that's happening there. I mean, if 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 Bioware can't get their internal management right, it's no wonder why Anthem and before it Mass Effect Andromeda have flopped. Can you at least do me a favor before they flop? Make the next, make the last Dragon Age game. Yeah, but what's with the way that they're currently going at the moment? What is to say that that's going to be any good? As long as I get a yeah. story, I don't give a shit. Well, I mean, then you gotta put everyone through all the fucking development hell again. You know, yeah. fucking another two, three, five years of anxiety, breaking down in in janitor's closets, crying. You know, quitting. Yeah, what was the... Have your doctor, you know, doctor prescribed three month long vacations to deal with stress. I mean, yeah, what do they call it? They're talking about stress breaks, weren't they? And then was it stress accidents or something like that? It's like stress casualties. Was the That's term stress. Yeah, stress, stress casualties. That's some um, people. Would, some people would. People with lack of sleep from stress would go to work and they've had an incident where they've either like fell or they've accidentally done something and hurt themselves. Well, in this particular case it was just where someone just broke down. And they yeah, just like some yeah, people would some laughed. people would some people would go out on vacation and just not come back, like ever. Well people yeah. do that over it and half of that's not stress, it's just his job shit. Yeah. But I it's just... I'm just saying it's like I feel like they should probably uh work out that core issue before they say go build me another Dragon Age game scrub. I, I, yeah. I, I'm just saying. Before, I'm not saying don't sort them issues out. I'm just saying if they're not going to make any more games, can you at least do the Dragon Age one? No, uh, just until yeah, until Dragon Age Four becomes a live service. Yeah. Right. Anyway, we will wrap this up now because that was wow. 
We we. If BioWare want, they can they can come to my work. My work's going through the same hell. <laughs> help th- help them through it. <laughs> Bio. BioWare Hotel Services. It couldn't be any worse than the company that's running house my um, department at the minute. Ah, uh, maybe. Uh, we'll mm. see. See how that goes. But uh, yeah, we have got to the end of this journey, and this yeah. live service will have its uh, will have this its is... next DLC next week. This was the longest podcast that did not feel this long. No, I, uh, I feel did, like yeah, this, this. I feel like this hour fifteen went by pretty quickly. Yeah, that's. I guess that's. You know, like I say, every time if if you don't feel the time going by, it's uh, can only be a good thing. Time True. well spent, uh, unless you're in a coma, then it's not necessarily a good thing. No. Yeah, but then when you wake up, you kind of know the time's gone by when you see everyone else is. You've aged. Why do yeah. I look like that in the mirror? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, who, who I don't that... remember this. I used to. How's my football scholarship? Uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, a meteor came down and hit your college, <laughs> so it's not there anymore. Um, and all your friends died in that incident. Lucky you were in hospital in a coma. Oh yay! Lucky me, I oh, guess. Oh good, survivor's Beep. guilt. <laughs> Just what I've always wanted. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, this is this is one hell of a wrap up. So anyway, yeah, if you enjoyed what you heard, if you enjoyed uh, us getting angry about Prince Harry, or you you want to find out um, whether Casey Hudson is now former, present, or ethereal, now then, um, former, current, present, future, now and forever, once and only. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want if you want to know more about that, and yeah, you want to keep posted. So uh, yeah, if you're on YouTube, you want to do the like, share, subscribe, you think with the bell, which will appear. You no, know, soon. What, Twenty seconds you, you, before you, the end. You do know the bell's not subscribed. The, the bell's for you don't miss one, right? Yeah, I said the like, you share, you subscribe, you think with the bell. On the bell. Oh, I, I thought. With. Yeah, you, oh, to me, it sounded like you said on the bell. No, 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 no. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that'll appear on the screen. Twenty seconds before the end. If you're listening to this on uh, iTunes, well, you're lying. But um, we we do have the podcast. But if that there. does ever happen at some point, just in case. Yeah, it's 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 on there. It's on uh, it's on Apple Podcasts. I'm gonna try and see what it what may be taken to actually get it on Spotify. It's probably gonna take more than we've got now, but you know, it's always worth worth looking at. But um yeah. You know, tell your friends, family, enemies, dogs. Don't tell the cats. Especially tell your dogs. Dogs will just sit there and listen to anything. We could yeah. use the viewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that sounds like people. I am I'm, I'm calm now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just get we'll just get our subscriber base from dogs. There we go. Humans aren't doing it for us. Let's move on to new markets. But um, yeah, no, until that point, cheers, Duncan. And cheers, Steph. No problem. Nice Hello. being here. And uh, yeah, all that can be said at this point is please have a good week. For God's sake, don't kill each other. Or yourselves. Okay. If, you're having, if you're suffering from depression because you work at Bioware, there are helplines you can contact. They're all regional, so I'm not going to bother going through with them. Just look them up. Google yeah. search. Yeah, Get Google, the help you Google. need. And make and make Stefan a new Dragon Age game when you're done. Yeah, please. Please and thank you. When when you're all ready. When you're ready. Yeah, it's all good. Right. Uh, yeah. Have a good week, guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. What the hell was that? <laughs> I've got a gong in my house. You've got I, a I ran gong. Da-
Uh, I, I, no, like a gong. Like a, it's like got two little devil things next to it holding it up, <laughs> and and no one else is in my house. And I thought, well, I've already been downstairs once. I've got a gong. Ran downstairs with me headset on and was waiting till oh you just go God. by and it went ding. 